for anybody who's interested. This is the, uh... This is the Brew Science Podcast. Alright, from behind the Zion curtain, cheers, my bros. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 5, Brew Science. Episode 4. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Already fucked it up. Correction. Stop. No, stop. <laughs> We're leaving it. it. Oh, get, Try it. again. You know me from the gym. I can't count. I know. You really cannot count. <laughs> I cannot count. You're the dumbest, most intelligent person I know. Thank you. Can't tell if burn or Both. comment. <laughs> Backhanded comment. <laughs> can't count. I can't text. It. So Really smart. Can't text. Episode 4. <laughs> Of a three-part series. We're going to cover the steam engine no, today. episode one of a three-part series. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Not episode four of a three-part series. Oh, my God! <laughs> All right. <sighs> Compose myself. Why is Sloan in charge of this? <laughs> I don't know. Because I'm warm. We, we're on episode four, and he's already lost count. How are we going to get to episode five? That hey, we'll get to s- episode five real quick. I'm gonna start, I'm gonna episode start. 50 will be here before you know it. <laughs> start writing it in bold on like a big poster board in front of us in front of so us slow knows what number just say the number on the board don't try and count it cue cards i need it in a cue text cards message. just say the number on the board don't spell it out don't sound it out welcome to episode four of the first part of a three-part series we're covering engines today we're covering specifically steam engines in our quest through the timeline of I'm already bawling. engineering. So what you're telling me is this episode's gonna get steamy. Someone say it's gonna get hot. Did you really just fucking save that joke all day? Hell yeah, he's that. a he's yeah, a dad. And I had to get it out in the first couple minutes before any of you guys fucking ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it should be fun. I'm excited about this three part series because I am not very uh, engine inclined, and that's something that I always wish I was. I wish I knew more about engines and cars and all that fun shit. So I'm happy uh, to finally maybe learn something. And yet every time I invite him to do something, he has an excuse. I don't have an excuse. Cool. I'm going racing on Sunday. Tomorrow? No, next Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Who has an excuse now? Okay, so the one time... (laughs) I I do. There's no race. The one time that I accepted to go with you, you said, okay, you want to go racing? I said, sure. You said, okay, you have to race your own car. No, I want to race with you. I don't want to go and sit in my own car and then race my own car, which is just a cute little Subaru. I don't want to race that. For context, his car's bigger than mine. It's bigger, not faster. <laughs> Civics are prime. Fastest or car I've ever seen in person was a Arcans? Um, No. They're just the best vehicle anyone has ever invented. Okay, just blowing shit out of his ass now. <laughs> I, the, the steam engine would like to have a word with you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are we drinking tonight? <clears throat> I decided to experiment. In fact, I grabbed a Fresca can and a bottle of gin and threw it together, and this is what we got. I'm going to call it a... Gasoline. Yeah. <laughs> Some would say that. A Jiska. A Jiska. No, we're not calling it a Jiska. <laughs> It's like it, dude. It's the same color. It no, it's, if you're if you're if it is this color, you need help. It's it, super hydrated. It, if it's yeah, I was gonna say if it's that color, you're fine. There's an orange tint to it. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, but yours don't. 
Oh god. Anyway, how is it? Spray tans. Uh, <laughs> it's potent. I think my mix is off. <laughs> Thank you. You're probably rocking like 50-50. No, I I always generally use the two finger rule. Whatever glass I am, measure two fingers. Me too. Fill the rest up. <laughs> what is what is that? That's the two finger rule. <laughs> you take your glasses. You do the two fingers. For all involved, Sloan's two finger rule is sideways on the glass. So you measure from the bottom up. James's is vertically in the glass. Two fingers. <laughs> Perfect. No, I think James got the two finger rule confused with the different two finger rule. Shocker. But I'm, I'm <laughs> see, I see what you did there. No. Yeah, Nanny Nanny. Oh, oh no. Okay. Uh is it good? I mean it's I would like some more fresca in it because I mean it is gin. Do you it is pretty are you out of your two cans of fresca already? Uh, nom, 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 nom. Almost. Almost. Hmm. But it's my second glass, so we are primed, locked, loaded, and ready, ready to, to go. go. Colby? Uh, I went a little hard last week. A little, a little. Our I listeners got shit to do tomorrow. Good news is our listeners definitely won't know. <laughs> They'll have <laughs> no idea. So this week I have a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Bitch beer. Beer. We had this discussion earlier. Bitch. Kobe's a fair. Bitch. Fair enough. What flavor is it? Watermelon. Is it good? Yes. Is it heartburn in a can? Yes. Nice. nice. Uh, for backup, just in case, I do have my vodka from last week. <laughs> What's you left of his vodka from it. last week? You can dip into it, but you specifically told us to never let you drink like that again. So I'll That's let fair. you dip into it. I'm and not I'll have you know he said hard. ever again. Does not mean podcast ever again. What? Lawyer. <laughs> it means like he didn't even like specify that it was only during podcast time. He said ever again, ever which again. means. Yeah. Forever. Um, I hope you know I'm going to let you drink like that again. <laughs> I hope do. you do. I won't. Because I'm a friend. I'm a friend. I'm just a mean one. He's just a bastard. Yeah. James. Uh, everybody yeah? needs a bastard. Inquisitor. <laughs> what are you drinking? I am starting off with my handy dandy, as always, screwdriver. Bitch. Shocker. Shocker. And then on standby, I do have some blueberry hefts. From Wasatch Brewery. Love that beer. It's really good. Uh, I've got some fake ice cubes in my screwdriver. So those are fun. Nice plastic ones with water inside of them. So you can reuse them. Very environmentally friendly. Yes, it is. Reuse. Reusable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you do when when you're done with them? Uh, You freeze them again and use them next time. What do you do when you're done with them? You freeze them again and use them next time. What do you do when they're done? Uh, They evaporate. (laughs) <laughs> that's not how that works <laughs> at least they're better than normal ice cubes you can't reuse those so I'm just trying to I'm just trying to save the environment really just try to make the argument that normal ice cubes are worse see we stand by our mission you statement you can't reuse them and your your ice cubes are they got dinosaur piss in them these ones don't see so, your yes. ice cubes have dinosaur piss in them did you not just say they were water they have water inside them it's not coming in contact with so ah. so uh you're, you're, fun fact we will always made out of dinosaurs we will always stand by our firm mission of just giving general education to the less fortunate <laughs> are you calling me the less fortunate no i'm just saying we are giving high col- high, high class education. high class and quality information to people you can't reuse ice cubes 
<laughs> one and done excellent excellent information you heard it here first i hope you grew a little on the inside <laughs> that's our, that, that's our podcast take that's your nugget yeah. with you we're fucking out of here we're <laughs> all right so <laughs> steve engines where do we go from here <laughs> steve engines that's where we're going you guys all aboard there it is. Shoot. I told you I was going to make that joke. I didn't even did. think about it. I think it. that joke's going to happen quite a few times this episode, hopefully. Um, okay. Choo-choo, anyway. Motherfucker. <laughs> Before we get started, I just wanted okay. to find the difference between a motor and an engine for those of people who think they're one and the same. Technically different. This is the first learning experience for me. Uh, no, you shared with everyone that you cannot reuse the ice cube. <laughs> No, that was my first teaching experience. <laughs> he didn't learn that. This is my first learning experience for the right. episode. According to the interwebs, the real difference in the fact between a motor and an engine is that a motor runs specifically on electrical power. An engine runs on combustion, which then turns something. So most it doesn't necessarily have to turn something. No, not so, sorry, not so necessarily. Converts. Anyway, it can convert. So a motor can run off of an engine. An engine cannot run off of a motor. Technically, yes. Technically, okay. yes. Because a motor has to come from electrical power. Engine yeah. comes from in combustion power. That makes sense. Yeah. Choo choo, motherfucker. <laughs> it's going to get old. It's going to get old real quick. I'm All right, so. Colby, take it away. All right. So let's start with a little history. So the first steam engine can be argued as to where it came from. And depending on how you want to define an engine, um, but the first steam engine. I already know how to define engine. Runs on combustion, not on. <laughs> he, he literally just <laughs> told you. <laughs> well, fuck you up. That's what I'm gonna do. You walk, mate. You walk. Anyway, what was I doing? Oh yeah, steam engine. Uh, history. So, history of it. So the first one, quote unquote, came from Hero of Alexandria in the AD, uh, first century AD. So the idea behind that one was he basically had a pot of water, and then in his pot of water he had uh, two steam. No shit, we're not shit. there yet. Oh, jumped <laughs> oh, the gun. God. He had two. <laughs> oh, I just took a sip of Sloan Street. It's peachy. It's peachy. Oh, it does not taste like peach. Gasoline, maybe. Oh, give me the shit first. Do you think we could build a steam engine off of this? Yeah. Yes. Uh, no, it'll explode. No, we can actually build a steam engine off that. There'd just be a shiz ton of deposit in the bottom. Yeah, from the, it would be very inefficient. No, it'd be the artificial sweeteners in Fresco, but yeah, it'd probably be a little bit of the gin too. Maybe more more of the sweeteners in Fresco. You're right. Okay. Anyway, uh, so what this thing did, it had two lines that went down into the pot, and then in between those two lines, they at the top made an arc, and then between those, they had a ball, and in that ball was two. Opposite facing vents, I guess you could say. Two so, macaroni noodles. Two macaroni noodles that faced in similar directions to make it spin forward, basically, is the easy way to think about it. So what he did is pot of water, fire underneath, fire, steam rises, steam goes into this ball. The only place for steam to go is to push uh, against the ball so that it can spin. That's literally So, and it was generally conceived like, People thought it was like a toy, like a, a wow, toy. Look, look how cool yeah. this is. But some people do theorize that it was something similar to it was used to help open temple doors as well. I don't know exactly how that would work, but I read that. 
I read good. I read it. <laughs> this is coming it. from the man whose ice cubes are not reusable. I don't know whose ice cubes My are reusable. My ice cubes are reusable. <laughs> I'm efficient. And I'm environmentally friendly. Is the game with so what happened cubes. next after our little <laughs> copper ball? Um, so where we go from there is basically nothing happened with that, of course. You know, there's not really a hold the will out to build off that. The first official steam engine that we can actually claim as a steam engine uh, came in the 17th century um, from Europe. So the idea of these steam engines were basically to remove water from flooded mines. So what these did is they were a piston. And so the steam would... I'm going to talk with my hands. I'm slow. Holy shit. Yes. Don't <laughs> bump your mic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going to bump my mic. So the steam would fill a chamber... And then that chamber would expand, which would push a piston upward. Okay, That piston would go upward, and then at the top there was a pendulum. So on one half of the pendulum is the piston and the cylinder, and on the right half of the pendulum is the pump, basically. I'm just kidding. Okay, I was going to say, can I, I, can, I can explain it one more time. But basically, steam would go into this piston, it would elevate the piston, right? Mm -hmm. Which would push the other side of the pendulum down. And then since steam has created a atmospheric imbalance because it's higher pressure, they have to lower the pressure because there's no weight on this piston outside of its own weight, of course. So they just need to use atmospheric pressure. So what they would do is they would inject cold water into it through, you know, a, a, a liquid, or I'm sorry, a condenser of some sort that would cause a negative uh, air pressure, right? So then that would suck the piston back down. And they would repeat that cycle. Yeah, and the very first ones were very, very inefficient. The fact that they cooled Bare. down the entire cylinder, which they lost a ton of energy. And they wouldn't run consistently. Yeah, no, it was, and it was all, like, You're... there were so many variables and there was, but they were on their way. It was definitely not age-defying. They did a shit job. Well, they had a shit they job. They had shit to who, work uh, with. Who created the first ones? Uh, Thomas Severny, if I remember correctly. And then his name. friend Thomas Newcomen. A few years later, uh, improved on on his model. Yeah, mm -hmm. they were friends though, so it was chill. Mm -hmm. That was in sixteen ninety eight. And then, so then the next big leap was get this. They turned that shit sideways. No way. So what they did is basically turned, turned, turn the cylinder turn and up, piston. Turn up, turn up. And what the original idea was is it could only turn longitudinal and vertical. Um, movement into more vertical movement, basically. Yeah, so, they were stuck in this like seesaw action. Yeah, one, exactly. one side went up, one side went down, and they were stuck. Was I, so, am I the only kid that was terrified of seesaws? It's because yeah. you couldn't touch the ground. Oh, fuck. <laughs> 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 uh, it's funny. I haven't always been the short before. guy, alright? I was just pretty much the short guy after like sixth grade. Yeah, after everybody else grew up. Yeah, I noticed. It was very sad. It was one summer break. I think it was a break between sixth and seventh, or maybe it was seventh and eighth grade. But I thought I was coming back to all these friends and they were all going to be the same. No, they all grew about minimum six inches over three months. And I was the same. And it just never changed. doesn't take me six months to grow six inches. Okay. He just dabbed. God damn it. <laughs> you dab one more time. Oh, <laughs> That's it. Dabbed. I quit. Double dab. Hey, I think we made it like 15 minutes into an episode. 
before we got a short joke. That's pretty damn good. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good, guys. Uh, I'm not going to say that. So, I'm gonna we went from the seesaw you. action. They turned that shit sideways. And we're able to turn it into rotational energy. So, what they needed to do was they had to create the piston. So, they have the same piston, right? Or a similar designed piston that moved sideways, front and back. Now, the difference is they had a crank, basically. So, the crank actually turned in a circular rotation. Now, this crank, of course, you could do whatever you want with it. But the way to make the piston work, especially more efficiently, as opposed to using atmospheric pressure, because now there's no pressure pushing down on it, you just have to have your regular... You have to figure out some other way to do it. So what they used is steam in both directions. So the last one, you would inject steam into the bottom of it, it would push it up. You would inject cold water, it would pull it down. That's how atmospheric pressure worked. This one, what they had to do is they had a camshaft. So what the camshaft does... Um, on, mm, on like modern cars, we'll get that. What? Camshaft. What? It's a, it's a quote gone in 60 seconds. Missed it. I like the way you say camshaft. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Gone in 60 seconds. I've never even heard of that. It's a car movie. It's a car movie. It's like actually Fast really and good movie, but it's old. Way Seriously? before. Way before. But this has got Nicholas fucking Cage. Did you not see that he wants to steal the rings from the Declaration of Independence? Wait, Nicholas Cage wants to, or one of his characters want to? Nicholas, I Nicholas. don't put it past Nicholas Cage. Yeah, he to wants to. Too. He's so hit and miss. Has nobody seen that meme? No. They've superimposed Nicholas Cage's face on Sonic. He uh, wants to steal the rings for the Declaration of Independence. That's really stupid. Can you imagine if they used Nick Cage to voice Sonic? I'd watch it. I'd watch it. I mean, we've already oh, got for sure. We've got Ryan Reynolds playing Pikachu. Why can't we have Nick Cage play Sonic? They because they had a bigger budget. Yeah, that's true. Fair. Much bigger. <laughs> At the end of the day, it was Sony. So have, or you, Sega. have you seen his latest mom and dad? What? Who's so the latest he, mom and dad? So in, the, in his most recent movie, it was a um, Netflix. I Nick believe. Nick Cage. Yeah. Okay. It was um. It was this weird thriller where somebody released a chemical agent that flipped parentals protect function oh, in their brain of their I kids. Heard about this? Yeah. And then it's Nick Cage along with some other B-list actors. Nicholas Cage is not a B-list actor. He is A-list all day long. He is A-list actor. How dare you? Okay, take that up with his agent. He and Keanu Reeves would like to have a word with you. (laughs) Okay, fuck off. (laughs) Okay, Keanu is on a different level. Keanu is great. Keanu is great. I was joking. Anyway. Nicholas Cage is also great. So they released this chemical agent to like switch the protect mode in parents' brains so they no longer protect their children. They have this undying like urge to like murder their children it's weird oh it's weird sounds like real but, life with a lot of parents but no no surprise Watch the news once oh that and this is it the hook at the end of the movie the like the very last thing spoiler is, alert it was a nicholas cage movie if yeah, you it was probably shit <laughs> <laughs> it was it was not it was not prime i heard the nicholas movie was cage. good though it, it was, was fun it was okay but this is the closing line you ready Nicholas Cage is sitting there with his son. He's like, I love you so much. Just sometimes I want it. And then it cuts. Oh, so you don't know if he killed his kid right after that? No, he ends up getting stabbed. But Who does? Nicholas Cage. Oh, fuck. Thanks. So now I don't have to watch it. Does he die? I don't remember. Huh. That's really stupid. Sounds like a really shitty movie. I'm going to be 100% but, honest. But that, that was the closing line. Because you know the phrase, you know. Sometimes I just really want to. You know, kill you, but it cuts right then. It's like, oh shit. That's pretty good. Huh. Not bad. I'm gonna have to watch that. That's on Netflix. I think so. What's it was it either called? Netflix or on Amazon, but I'm pretty sure it's Netflix. What's it called? Nicholas Cage. 
some search find it yeah you'll find Steal it the declaration of independence.com is that a website i don't know i don't think that's a website <laughs> i don't think that would be allowed i'm sure that's a website so camshaft so the purpose of the, i'm looking up this website Steal the declaration. So, oh so when they tipped it sideways, they did this other thing. They put it in a condenser so they didn't have to cool down the whole cylinder. They could just inject cold water into it, creating a difference of pressure. So they developed this double action valve. So it's doing twice the work. It's working on both uh, directions. Twice as, the pride, double so, the fall. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then after they did come up with that one, they made this camshaft. So this is where actually the camshaft comes in is, is after the condenser. Sorry, I, I did skip the condenser. The camshaft is actually designed so that during each cycle of the piston, it would open and close different areas for the steam valves. So on, so think about it as left and right. The left side of the piston, you would push steam behind it, and it would push the piston to the right, which would cause the arm or the uh, the the camshaft. No, not the camshaft. The uh, the rotational energy. I'm forgetting what the heck that thing's called. Um, but it would push that, and it would cause it to rotate slightly to the right. Tell me about the and crank. The crank. There we go. Thank you. It would cause the crank to rotate to the right. And then as soon as it got to a position that was closer to the other end of it, it would push, this camshaft would push, basically close the valve to the left and open the valve to the right, which would cause the piston, of course, to push back to the left. Mm-hmm. And then you'd have, you know, exhaust valves and, you know, stuff like that. So it would work, you know, mm-hmm. get rid of the other pressure. But basically, that that's how it caused that reciprocating motion. Mm-hmm. And the efficiency skyrocketed. Yeah. That, so they basically, the, the first designs of that were used in textile mills. Yeah, after they they added the flywheel. Yes. Now, um, now hold up. The, all the improvements you just listed, were those uh, the ones created by James Watt? Yes. No. Yes. No. No, no. Didn't James, James Watt was the inventor of the. Didn't you uh, do the fly? Well, what yeah. I have here is that James Watt, on my handy dandy notes, uh, improved in both designs from Thomas Newcomen and Thomas Savory. Uh, it says I wrote here that the he separated the condenser and the cylinders. So he, he made a couple. He made a couple investments. So this is when this is when Watt's engine comes in because he developed a couple of different things. So. First, the, the two brothers, the inventors, they tipped it on its side after they put the condenser on. They weren't brothers. They were friends. They were brothers in engineering. <laughs> they were brothers in arms. So these two bros tipped it on its side, got the rotational energy, which double, like more than doubled the efficiency. It's doing double the work. The efficiency goes way up. They're able to transmit, transmit, I guess. Transition the energy from a longitude latitude type of emotion to a rotational energy, which can be way more useful. Uh, there was a couple other little things they did. They developed the flywheel because when they had this small crank, mm-hmm. it was very jerky. It wasn't a very streamlined, predictable movement. Don't because say if jerky. you're no, it was a jerky motion. Oh, oh, I think we were in way two different places. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I was on the, the food one just for information. So it wasn't it wasn't very efficient in the fact that depending on where the piston was at, it would depend on how much energy you were getting out of this rotation. So they put on this flywheel, which is a very large wheel, because when you extend the surface area, you can even out and control the flow of energy rather mm. than having a much smaller circle. 
this will discuss a lot more when it comes to internal combustion engines because there's a lot more power with it. So flywheels play a big, big role Mm. in harmonic balancing. So if you have something that's not balanced, say... We've all heard it going down the street. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Or so if you have an inline like three cylinder, we'll take as as a... No, that's not a good one. Let's say a, a V6. You've got opposing forces pushing against each other, which causes a rocking motion. So those flywheels, as well as weights, also take and lessen that 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 movement. So we'll talk we'll talk more about that in the internal combustion one. But so yeah, they had this flywheel, and what this did was it made it more of a rhythmic, easier motion. So a lot of places could, other than coal mines, start using the steam engine. And this is when the industrial revolution can finally kick off once we have Mm -hmm. the power of this steam engine once we add in the flywheel now what watts did would the next big thing is he built this governor and what this would do would help regulate the flow of energy in a much more efficient manner and the fact that it would open and close the valves in a self-regulation kind of a thing and what this is if you guys it's gonna sound really weird for those of you don't know and only certain people get this if you think back to Beauty and the Beast, the animated series, when her dad's building his little they contraption. Is it a series or a movie? A movie. Movie, sorry. Oh, okay. So the, the Beauty and the Beast movie from way back, right? Her dad's building that, like, wood chopping device. You know that, like, little uh, two-spherical, like, thing with balls on top that's spinning really, really fast? That's what the governor is. And how that's, does it work? That's so weird that he would come up with that. My first thought is actually the emergency brakes on elevators when they fall. And so I watched videos of this thing you're talking about, and I thought it was a weather thing. So. <laughs> yeah, the, the wind speed tracker. Yeah, yeah exactly. no, it's not a wind it speed tracker wind speed. at all. similar when they're spinning, though. But so <laughs> it, it forms a similar principle. But when uh, on the elevators, right, they have the same feature. So what it is is a, a singular rod in the center, basically, with sprung-loaded weighted metal balls that when it starts spinning really fast, of course, centrifugal force. So Trivial, technically, there's no such thing as centrifugal force. Oh, really? Um, I didn't know that. Hmm, just let me extend my pinky as I sip from <laughs> my glass. Hold up. It's centripetal good... force, not centrifugal force, good sir. Um, wait, shh, shh, shut up. <sighs> no, not for that. Oh, for this. Yes. Ow. Okay. Damn. <laughs> that was a good one. Hope your headphones weren't in. They weren't. But centripetal force and centrifugal force right so centrifugal force is a outward forcing outward force um but when you're spinning something there's no such thing as an outward force it's an inward force because the force is actually holding it back if you were to spin a ball on a string over your head and you do it very fast as soon as you let it go does it go on a straight line or does it continue to spin above your head continues it goes in a straight line. It goes in a straight line. Oh, shit. There's no such thing as centrifugal force. Never if there was such thing that. as centrifugal force, it would continue to spin. Right. So my or thought was not above your head. Force. I, w- I had to think my for a second would it continue to spin but move away from you. But no, it just goes in a straight line. Yeah. No, if you were to let it go, mm-hmm. there would be no forward motion. There would be no backward motion with centrifugal force. They would just stay in one spot. Centripetal force is an inward. So when you're holding it, the force is applied inward. Which means that when you let it go, it releases outward because now it is an outward force mm-hmm. pushing the ball. Away. Yeah, okay. so what, what these governors did was two spherical weights. And anyway, yeah. Spin <laughs> at intense speeds, and what happens is they move further apart. The distance that the valve they're holding 
will shorten and open the valve, letting off excess pressure so you don't have a buildup. And then as it slows down, they come back towards the center because of the springs, closing the valve. Exactly. So what this did, we get a constant flow of energy that's very easy to regulate because it's not sputtering out of control or it's not having like a pressure leak. So this is when textiles boomed. Yeah. It was because it was a nice rhythmic motion. They could really control the speeds and we could weave faster than we could ever weave before. Making so many ponchos. No, I don't think I'm making ponchos. Ponchos is your first thought. Um, because I, I don't know. You okay. know, ponchos <laughs> ponchos are really cool. I like them, but also uh, they are the laziest form of clothing. They're like, here's a sheet. Here's I a, cut a hole in it. I cut a hole in it and put Boom. a hood on it. You're welcome. No, I think someone just fucked up like a ghost costume <laughs> way back when <laughs> for Halloween. I'm like, ah, I'm just gonna wear this shit and poncho. Cut the hole too big for one of the eyes. Stuck their whole head through it. I wonder if someone poncho. named Poncho actually wore that or invented it. Well, I mean, there was Poncho Villa. Yeah, but he didn't invent the poncho. But I think, I think we. Where did Poncho come from? Was he called Poncho Villa because he always wore a poncho, or was his name Poncho Villa and we know. just called them ponchos? I don't know because... who Poncho Villa is. What? I don't know who that is. What? I don't know who that is. What? Who is it? <laughs> Pancho Villa was a Mexican revolutionary general. That oh. turned outlaw and did a lot of raiding on the Texarkana border back and forth. He was like one of the most wanted people in America for a well, time. That's probably not good. Well, I mean, no, Pancho's his nickname. Okay, his name's Francisco Villa, and we called him Pancho Villa because he uh, wore a born poncho. Jose Doreteo Arango Arambula. So his real name wasn't even his real wasn't name. Wasn't even real name. Yeah. <laughs> so the steam engine. Steam engine. Oh, I forget what he's called Poncho. Now I want to. Because he always wore a poncho. I'm gonna fucking his picture right here doesn't have a poncho. Yeah, it's because shocker, Americans were racist back then. We're still racist. Wait, what? You think we could uh, DoorDash some burritos and tacos? (laughs) I brought you fucking pizza. I know, but now we're talking about Poncho. Damn it. Talking about a Mexican guy. Or how about this? We talk about the steam engine. Yeah, we could do that. Like our listeners want. I think I do they? they don't want to listen to this shit. <laughs> They're only here because we're kind of funny. I don't even know. If we're I'm not funny. funny. So we invented the governor. Now the industrial revolution has taken off. So, so what's the next step? James Watt. I don't know if we brought that up. That this is actually James Watt's actual inventions. For anybody curious, Watt is where we get our electrical. Or James Watt is how we. He was the one that first measured our electricity currents. That's where we get the watt from. Light bulbs. Wattage, wattage, blah, blah, blah. whatnot. Anyway, watts don't kill you. Amps do. It's my PSA for the day. You can take watch a lot out of for the amps. You can only take a handful of amps. Yeah, you can. How much is a handful? I think about like seven. yeah. About no, seven. Like, amps. I think, <laughs> I think it's is? like I think it's after like four or five amps. It's yeah, like dangerous to be human. Amps. Mm, I could live. But you can like so if like something's coming through you, like if an electrical current hits you and it's only like two amps, but it's like one thousand watts, whole gigawatt. You know, Hold it's going to your butts. It's going to go through gonna you and it's going to hurt, heart. but it's not going to like kill you. It's not going to, the amps are what like stops your heart. Amps are what stops your heart. So, how many amps are in a bolt of lightning? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot. Like 12? <laughs> there's way more than that. There's <laughs> a, several thousand. Whew, there's a, yeah. Hmm. I want to get struck by lightning once. No, you don't. <laughs> Just for shits and gigs. 
No, you don't. There are 200,000 ampers in a bolt of lightning. <laughs> oh, shit. You're pretty quick with that. Uh, a typical lightning bolt contains 1 billion volts and between 10,200 amperes of current. Yeah. Hit so those two, the two uh, billion watts, don't worry about it. Those amps, though, I'm not they worried. get you. Get, so get James Watt invented the governor, which allowed the flow, hit the Industrial Revolution, the next big invention is we go from a piston-driven steam engine to a turbine steam engine. And who was the man who did that? I'm sorry, I'm reading about. I don't uh, uh, actually. It takes know. to kill you. <laughs> uh, I don't know who created the turbine. Colby probably will find that out in a second. But um, oh, who, who? I'm sorry. Um, so Watt teamed up with a gentleman um, by the name of. Um, I think it's William Bolton. Matthew Bolton, I'm sorry. Matthew Bolton and James Watts together developed the steam turbine. Yeah, that was the... Oh, not the turbine. I am sorry. I was thinking the... They invented the dual-action piston With uh, the together. governor and with the, governor. the crank and yep. camshafts. Exactly. But I we should stick on... So on the, on the steam engine real quick before we move on to the turbine. So the steam engine is actually not the turbine, but the actual piston movement is actually the thing that caused the Industrial Revolution. So we had, we did say that, but it, that is where we get trains. Trains are a steam piston. Mm-hmm. Um, steamboats are a steam piston. Textile mills are a steam piston. Um, a lot of farming equipment. A lot of farming equipment, yeah. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the with, tractors back then were, were steam pistons. With mm-hmm. the tractors, it was really nice because really you just have to feed the fire and make sure there's water. Mm-hmm. And you're on a farm, there's no shortage of yeah, things you say you have and this is where like so with the industrial popular. revolution this is where technology starts spiking because we're shortening distances no you're no longer like sectioned off into small townships every town can be connected to the city and the fact that even in europe they felt it first obviously because they had the access to the technology the soonest um you are no longer just going to your local wheelwright to your wagon wheel when it could be shipped across miles of in this case kilometers <laughs> <laughs> of steel oh, ribbons. fucked up system. Ours? Yes, I agree. <laughs> um, convert to the metric system. It's so much easier. <laughs> Second PSA announcement. So, <laughs> Negative. What? Oh, <laughs> silence. I just got two death blurs. <laughs> Do you, you really happy, think that... I'm happy with my system. It's fine. It works. No, it hey, doesn't. Hey, James. What? How many fractions of an inch inside of an inch? How many fractions? Yeah, yeah that's how, that's our smallest unit of measurements, are fractions of inches. So, yeah. 16, 30 seconds, to... 60 fourths, right? Then you've got sure. 128. How many how many millimeters are in a centimeter? 10. How many centimeters are in a meter? 100. You're not impress- You're not impressing me. James. Yeah. How many inches are in a mile? How many centimeters are in a kilometer? 1000. Oh, that's not. <laughs> that's a lot easier. <laughs> wow, you just you really proved that point. Good on you. I'm sticking with inches. <laughs> Imperial system is a joke. <laughs> I like it. How many feet in a mile? I don't know. Five thousand two hundred eighty. I have other Why? shit that I think about. This is things you should know working in manufacturing. I don't know. I don't need to know how many feet are in a mile. The easiest thing to remember, drag racing is taken over a quarter mile. A quarter mile is 1,320 feet. Or you could just memorize 5,280. Or you can do that. 
Oh, okay. Let's, uh, <laughs> steam engines. <laughs> okay, are we moving on to the steam turbine? So, well, the Industrial Revolution, so everything picks up, yep. everything's going super, super well. So, part of the reason, and this is kind of just a Utah history, I... I know we talk a lot of shit on Utah. I actually love this state for I the most part. I love the state. You've got a ton that you can do. There's all kinds of outdoor. You've got desert. You've got forest. You can do all kinds of outdoor stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, recreation it's, is it's out like of this the, world. It's like the Star Wars of the lower 48. It is. We That's have yeah. every planet. Damn it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to he was trying to drag us down to eighth level. Nope, nope. We agree. Yep, yep. It exactly. was like the Star Wars. We do have a little everything. We do. Yep. Got the good guys, the bad guys. Anyway, <laughs> part of the reason I was really excited about this is because we just barely had the hundred, or I guess this is the hundred and fiftieth anniversary of the driving of the Golden Spike, which is the meeting of the Transcontinental Railroad here in Utah. It actually happened out in Promontory Point um, here in Utah. We do get recreations every now and then to do them. I think once or twice a year, where they actually pull out the old steam trains that actually met here. They actually have a meet and do photo ops stuff like that. It's really it's a really cool experience. Mm-hmm. If you ever get a chance to actually come out and do it, it's it's pretty neat to experience the history and check that yeah. stuff. And out. the biggest thing about these early piston things is in textile industries, even with the piston, no one the turbine much later, efficiency is king. No part of the steam was wasted. Even the off gas of steam, that water steam was then powering other pieces condensed there back was, to be able to use. Well, That's, not even that. Like they use steam to heat things, like because they needed. Like for instance, like a sugar factories, they need they used the steam that would be ported over into cooking baths where they would start to start the breakdown of the beets. Can we talk sugar. about that at, at some point in the episode? Uh, just doing my little research on the steam engine, I wonder why more things aren't powered by steam in our home like these days. I mean, technically, why don't we use it so much? I mean, more? we get our power from steam, sure. Yeah, so but then everything's powered by it. Like it, within it's the just home. inefficient. It's inefficient in the home. The only thing we have that's really powered by steam, I guess you could say, is like a coffee maker. Or everything you plug in. Yeah, okay. By but extension. In the whole. Power it's, it's an inefficient system. Electricity is just a better system. Electricity okay. does more for less. Okay, makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think it would be better if we powered more by steam. With The only problem is where do you get a fuel with the steam? That's the problem we're yeah, at right you've now. you've got to find something to burn. Firewood. Yeah, okay. But then you've also do you got like to find... To breathe? During the Industrial Revolution, London was the dirtiest city covered that in ever existed. Shit. Just because they're burning so much stuff, mm-hmm. right? So that, all that, that coal dust, all that smoke, that. and exactly. if you think about it, like diseases and everything, because everything was so dirty back Black then. Black was rampant. Yeah, coal miners die all the time. Like coal, as efficient as it is, is not good to burn or any wood charcoal if even the farmer burning his you know his wheat stalks that he didn't need for his thatch roof i mean it's it's incredibly efficient and it helped us out and it had its point in history it's just we don't need that anymore it's for the scale we need the energy if we were to burn that much coal and fossil fuels not good right like it's like we already have like the hole in our ozone is finally repairing itself except for over australia there is, I, I've heard there's a permanent hole over Australia, and that's why if you're in Australia, you have to wear way more sunscreen and be careful of the sun because it'll just burn you. Yeah, I it'll mean, be careful of the sun, you, the like, water, the lake, the ground. The spiders. Just be careful in Australia. The rabbits, the raccoons. If we ever have an Australian kangaroo. listener, we will. you be safe. All right, you be careful out there. <laughs> we will. I think we will. 
I want to visit Australia. It's pretty dope. Me too. I would like and to visit a would like to stay. 100% oh. chain mail suit. <laughs> just <laughs> nah, just no, be no, safe. Like, oh, you'll still die to those spiders. I would love, actually it was my dream for a long time to actually move to Australia and live there for a while. Uh, I thought that would be really cool. Mine's New Zealand. For sewer New Zealand reasons, would be cool. But there's no snakes. Only yeah, if I could chill with Peter Jackson. Also New Zealand's economy. Ooh, exchange rate. Yeah. Not good. But if I live there, then I don't have to worry too much about that. Sure. Yeah, if you work there, it's all, it's all uh, relative, right? Yeah. Exactly. You make so, more money industrial over there. Like revolution. What? Industrial yeah. revolution. We're talking about the steam engine, not the industrial revolution. I know, but, but like that's where we're at right now. So now we got to get to the steam turbine, which is the next yep. evolutionary leap. The next so, steel. the steam turbine, um, I did have a note here. It was invented by Sir Charles Parsons in 1884. Um, the difference between the steam turbine and the steam piston engine is one is compressed to move an object and one is compressed to turn an object. That's the main difference. And at this point, when you start turning an object, you eliminate all the middlemen. You don't yep. have the crankshaft. You do not have the cams. You don't have any of that. It's just the steam is flowing into a turbine, creating rotational energy, which then is converted into whatever you need it to be whether that's kinetic energy, electricity, anything. At this point, the efficiency is at its maximum. In fact, it is so efficient that we still use steam turbines in just about almost every not green energy plant that exists. I, I think... And I guess not green is not the word because it's used in nuclear it's power plants. Used it's used in, in fossil fuels yeah. power plants. It's used in... Steam, coal. Yeah, it's... What did I say, steam? Coal. The lights that uh, you... Electricity. It's yeah. actually used in solar power plants. Yeah, because they heat the water that turns mm -hmm. the steam turbine. And this is, like, it runs so efficient that we haven't found a better way to do it yet. And the fact that even our nuclear energy that boils the water, as we learned from Chernobyl, to a dangerous, very dangerous effect, it boiled too far. Steam it turbines. the rods problem. Yeah, it's too it's small of a rod, too large of a hole. Correct. Yeah. That was very, that was established very early <laughs> on in the episode. A lot of people died. No, no, not a... Well, okay. Let me get my Chernobyl. Depends on if, who you ask, out. if you ask the Russians. About 24. Yeah. Give yeah, or take. Russians. Or Give or take. Or that. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, just the steam turbine is revolutionizing the fact of all these engines. They provided so much, whether it was transportation. A lot of ocean liners back in the day. Yeah, yeah it so allowed like, transatlantic, your Queen Mary fleets, your even Titanic. The Titanic, yeah. So the Titanic, I have a fun fact right here. The Titanic was powered by two uh, reciprocating four-cylinder triple expansion steam engines and one centrally placed low-pressure Parsons turbine engine. Hmm. So yeah, I was using both. So. I didn't actually read up on that. That's kind of cool. That's cool yeah. to use both the turbine cool. and piston drove. So this, like, travel, everybody could go everywhere. You know, we're, now we're starting to see the spread of information, the spread of technology, and the fact that the U.S. of the Transcontinental Railroad, people are able to move from, and this is when we start seeing people move out and into cities because that's where our society is headed. Yeah, so that was a, a big thing with the Industrial Revolution that I read was that people were able to way more easily transport themselves from the farm where a lot of them lived because the suburbs, suburbs weren't really a thing back then mm, it was they either could, you live city or you live countryside right but they were able to start mixing the two and and you know thus the suburb was probably born somewhere in there mm -hmm. all thanks to steam engines and the, like we owe almost every 
creature comfort of life to mm-hmm. steam engines and the industrial revolution without steam engines we would not be here a lot of the first automobiles were steam engines mm-hmm. very actually. first ones yeah but with from rolls royce and all mm-hmm. that were steam engines how would you like that instead of a shoveling like shoveling coal instead of dumping in some gasoline or petrol i would like it actually <laughs> i think it'd bring me closer <laughs> well, to my car all right well when you hit your top speed of 20 miles an hour i'm gonna just zip on by with my little if you need to go faster than that you gotta slow down bro you just gotta slow down can you get to work at 20 miles an hour in a timely manner? I can if I leave at 3 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and arrive at 7. And he's got to stop to get some more water at yeah. some point. He's got to get yeah, some I water for fuel. Well, we got the salt lake there. What about salt water? Is that okay? Oh, no. No, that'll no, that no, 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 no. the shit out of your internal combustion. I'll clean it every oh, you would, no, day. Oh, you'd get clogged pipes so fast at oh, yeah. salt deposit. Well, like, especially with would... the salt content in the salt lake. Oh, so since, salt you know, lake. it's uh, higher than the ocean? Yeah. Grill. <laughs> Don't All drink it. Is grill. Don't drink it. They're not grill. You can drink They're it. Shrimp. No, not for long. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, do, you live your best life. If yes. you want to drink salt water... You deserved it. You go right on. You deserved that. Drink a beer and throw a hatchet. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Let's just do a serious PSA. Don't drink beers and throw hatchets unless you're a Viking. <laughs> now I do have a problem with that. Drinking and shooting guns is That's typically fine. I why? No. No. Why? <laughs> why? I say why it's is worse. that fine? That is way worse in my opinion. Yeah. One sharp. What? One sharp. sharp? What? Yeah, one can you know be. I'm just kidding. I don't cleave into your arm. The other one's blowing your arm off. I don't agree with drinking and shooting either. How about this? Just drink a lot. I drink a lot. Well, I don't drink a lot. I have the best idea. Hey, just drink into a podcast. Yeah. Oh fuck. (laughs) It's safe. You don't hurt anyone except for some feelings. I think this podcast has been actually probably healthy for my liver i don't really drink that often anyway but a lot of the nights i have a beer to settle down after work with you know after work with dinner and whatnot but i don't drink really through the week anymore now that we've been doing this podcast i just drink during the podcast every now and then i'll have a beer but i drink less i think doing this podcast which is great i guess hey pretty much like no i don't know it depends you wear depends no i said it depends (laughs) okay it depends on if he wears depends yeah, depends on the day. Like, do they have Betos? Do they not have Betos? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Betos. Never have it if you have plans the next day. Or do, but it's just going to make do. those plans a lot more exciting. <laughs> Some would say it'd make your plans faster. Yeah, it would. <laughs> Eat Betos if you don't want to do your plans the next day. Or do, if you're feeling spicy. Literally. I actually never had anything from their spicy. What? I only get their mixed breakfast burrito or their rolled tacos. Yeah, you're the kind of person that finds the one thing they like. And that's all they do. No variety. Don't Wait. fix it if it ain't broken. That's what I always say. You made that sound way more intelligent. Isn't it just ain't fixed, don't broke. <laughs> ain't fixed, don't <laughs> broke. Don't broke. <laughs> no. <laughs> that means ain't fixed, don't broke. It means it isn't fixed, but don't break it. <laughs> Do you not speak, Hillbilly? That's, that's no, duct tape. I don't. <laughs> it's just that's duct tape is duct all that is. In general, yeah, just yeah. summed up. So it ain't fixed, don't broke. Ain't fixed, don't broke. <laughs> okay. English is hard. What's English? Yeah. It is. English. It's actually, it's it's actually uh, proven that it's the most difficult language to learn. Well, 
that's evident because I don't think any American actually speaks English. No, we speak English. No, we have U.S. English and U.K. America. English. It's so funny. And in U.S. English, we have uh, probably yes. 50 different variants of the English <laughs> language. Of English. So, I wish like we could say color. It sounds so much cooler than color. But Aluminium. Like, but That's the one I want. U.K. people don't even okay. say color. They, yeah, say they say color. They say color. Tea and crumpets with some color. They say color. <laughs> What's with the, the up? Yeah, like that's how they talk. Like you got a question mark at the end of that color? Color. See, it's got a question mark. Do you want some color with your tea and crumpets? Can I say it without a question? <laughs> color. <laughs> Still had a question at the end of no. it. Color. <laughs> now you're American. Color. I can't do it. <laughs> Color. I'll smash you in your gubba. <laughs> you what, mate? Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Mighty Granger. Fun fact. English is not Latin-based. What is it? What? It's not part of the Latin family. I thought it was. No. What? English is Germanic-based. Really? Germanic? It's Germanic-based. Germanic. Ah, schnitzel. That's why, like, we share a lot of similar words with German. Similar words? Have you ever no, heard no, no, of German so, so, Have you so, tried pronouncing Hefeweizen? Listen, listen, listen. Listen! <laughs> we have the phrase, what is this, right? If we're asking a question. Was is das. Was is das. What is this? What is das? What is this? Was is das? Okay. Do you hear that? Okay, sure, but do you okay. have a different one? Because every time I'm... You look at German words, and one word is like 22 letters. So... On the back it must of my be car. so exhausting to yeah, speak. Yeah, but we I've don't have we don't have Latin at all in English language. Like that's yeah, kind of yeah, I didn't know that. But think the, about it. Like if you think, give me a Latin word that we say in English. Uh, water. Water. Vada is German. It's German. We say water. Oh man. No, it's <laughs> Latin. Latin is agua. Water does not sound like agua at all. Sometimes we call it agua. Just for shits and gigs, a mix of the two. But like we use straight up like borrowed German words, like uh, kindergarten. That's straight German. That's not English at all. Kindergarten. That's why it's so long. Maybe it's a little different. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, like um, why do I know so much goddamn German now that I'm thinking about it? Kindergarten. Yeah. Wow, that like, sounds German. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, like or like good morning. Guten Morgen. Guten Tag. Good night. Good night. Good Nacht. Hmm. English is German. Yeah, but there's a lot of work. Wow, we're Shit. just a, we're just a melting pot. Well, well, I mean, just saying English. English is Germanic based, just because we like sure, England and German words like up there. So, like your Latin based, like, and if you think about it, this Latin based languages, you have Spanish and Italian, Talk, and, and they sound yeah, well, in French, but Spanish and Italian are very, very closely yeah. related. French is a little out there. I don't know where they split from their tree. I don't know if they just fell off. French, like, if you actually, because I, I took a lot of French, I actually speak, not fluent French anymore, but like a little bit of French. It's actually very, I can actually listen to, I had, an, okay, long story short, I had an Italian woman come in to the store and she had brought her, her daughter with her to help translate, and she actually was asking her daughter questions, I was actually able to answer some of her questions just by listening to her Italian, oh, that's because I good. could pick up because I knew French. Because mm-hmm. so it's I, I Latin lift a little bit of it. That's yeah, why. If, cool. That's why. If you focus, if a German person can focus on what an English person is saying, and vice versa, you can 
summarize and briefly get what they're looking at. Just like <laughs> just like Spanish and Portuguese, they they have enough in similarity that if they really, really listened and pay attention and they spoke slowly and you looked at the words, you would be able to figure it out. Hmm. Very interesting. I've never even thought about that. I just always assumed we were Latin based. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter. We all live in a simulation. But if you think so. about it like this if we think about the Latin words we know are all medical terms, right? That's true. But they sound Latin. Like they're suture. not English. Yeah, all of our no, not suture. Oh. Um Hemoglobin. Hemoglobin? No, that's no. Now you're just saying it with a German accent. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Agva. See, I mean, it sounds German if I sound angry. Duhast. That's actually a really sad song. Duhast. Have you looked up? Have you looked up the translation to Duhast? You 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 have you have me or you have lost. Yeah, and then you asked him to marry her, and she's like nine, and you're like, damn. Okay. Bye. Nine times. Yeah. Out of ten. I'm not gonna marry you. Oh. What? Okay. You said it was a sad song was what's colby looking up um i forgot about halfway through gonna be honest <laughs> you were looking up is there anything I was else, looking is there anything up, else like, i want to share about the steam engine that's about it so give us a synopsis so synopsis of it right started 80 started from the bottom now we hit started from the bottom and the he just dabbed here he just fucking dabbed again <laughs> you okay now i gotta what did i say i was gonna do Punch him in the head. Punch, oh, were you gonna? You're gonna use your fist? Yeah, I was gonna use my. Fi- no, I have to use my fist. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> anyway, synopsis. Anyway, if we want to talk about German, anyway. Um. Why do I know so much goddamn German? <laughs> I don't know. You kind of look like you're German. I've, I am. I've, that's not I've the point. I've blown multiple minds tonight. Um, multiple minds. We didn't make nowhere near enough steam jokes, build up jokes. We fucked up. Damn. I didn't even think about those. those Some would jokes. say there was a lot of build up and not a whole lot of bang. Not, not any release. Uh-huh. That was sad. That was very sad. <laughs> <laughs> that's this episode. No, I'm just kidding. Early eighties made a thing. Spun. Somebody made up some bullshit about opening temple doors. Uh, <laughs> I did not make that up. I read it somewhere. I can't remember where. I early read... early 1600s. Made a piston. Pumped water from mines. Yeah, we dug that trench. Can we not? With the shitty mine jokes? I mean, I could, but... I don't know. I was, I, there was something with a canary... I was trying. <laughs> a canary in a coal mine. I know. I was. I was. I was stretching. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, okay. Made it more efficient. Moved on from there. Um, Gave her the 1800s, crank. Hundreds. Added a crank. Turned it sideways. Um, that basically it created the industrial revolution. Brought everything along. Uh, that was actually 1700s. I'm sorry. Um, 1800s. 1880. Um, invented the turbine. Turbine has since undergone a ton of changes. That's where we get it today. Um, everything we do, it's, I think I read it was like 80%, like 65 to 80% of everything we use is powered by a steam-powered turbine. Yeah. Be it through electrical... Uh, electrical. 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 <laughs> electrical. Be it through nuclear energy, coal... Uh, let's see, I keep... It's solar. Why do I keep... Other fossil fuels, solar... Uh, yeah, it, um... Be it through any of those, um, 65 to 80% of the electricity we use is generated by some form of steam turbine. Um, and then steam turbines have 
basically puts everything into fast forward for us. Yeah. For them, we would be way back in the Dark Ages. Yeah, we'd still be using horsepower, literally, and mm-hmm. wind power, literally, with sails and whatnot. Yep. That's where we'd be stuck at. That would suck. No, it wouldn't. No, it would. We all it need would to suck. slow down. You wouldn't know any different, so it wouldn't really suck. It would just be what I it would, is. I'd be on my horse carriage just riding along and be like, God, I'm fucking frustrated. I can tell I'm missing you, something. I can tell you I would. I am very happy where I'm at. I'm glad I'm not back then. I like what I got now. Yeah, I like my shit. That's, I mean, Sloan's got a point, though. You wouldn't have a reference. Like, in the future, if we all drove cars that were powered by nuclear fission... Not fusion. Fission. Oh, fission, I mean, you get in an accident. It's a calamity. Well, there was, there was <laughs> no accident. They, they would be beyond safe. Like, Yeah, no, it's like... like could you imagine? There's no such sweet. thing as beyond safe. There's no, always accidents. We live in a good time because I'm going to die before the world ends, and I get to see all the cool shit. You're not so going to die before you the think, world ends. Why would you think that? Why? Statist- yeah. stati- uh, statistics show that it's not going to happen for a little bit longer. I'm going to uh, start seeing the downhill, but, uh, uh, for the, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to see the end. Except for the random asteroid that's moving through space at light speed. Space news. I totally forgot about it in an earlier segment. Right new now, segment episode. Yeah, I forgot in the previous episode. But NASA has found a neutron star that is on a collision course with a supermassive black hole. Oh my God! Who's gonna win? I don't know, but none of humanity will ever see it. True. So who gives a that make, shit? Is it really sad that that makes me more sad than the death <laughs> know, of our race? Like the fact that we're not going to see we're this. We're never going to see what this happens. cosmic event, but right. cosmic that event. makes me more sad knowing that, that I'm not going to see that than literally all of humans dying. That cosmic event That's will so literally be just a blip. In space, and nobody will know that. But it like, happens. but like, you know how the, we know how gravitational waves sound, right? It's like, whoop. so it's like, is it just gonna be like a star, like, whoop, and then it's just gone? Like, <laughs> where does gone. the star, where does the star go? <laughs> like, no what way. happens then? Who knows? Uh, it's all a simulation, so who gives a shit? If it's a simulation, can we speed it up? I want to yeah, see we, what. Can we get to that <laughs> point? No, just just out there. So since space time is relative, can I speed up that space time? Yeah, and keep ours the same. Yeah, so we can see that shit totally. Yeah. No, you cannot. That's bullshit. I'm still really distraught that I'm more sad about <laughs> this. Than no, I find dying. that most people aren't that sad about the end of the human race. I mean, it's inevitable. We've only been here a short time. We won't be here probably much longer because we're too smart for our own good. And they, we're gonna end our we are not. I think. I think. I think they did like they did. They've crunched the numbers and like we still have like a couple thousand years on the current track. Like what our quality of life is towards the end is completely subjective and right. but it's, we've got like, 60 ish of current wait so with anything. the 60 year what's gonna kill us food food famine yep there's okay. just too many people too many people not enough food there are too many people we need to start mining or not mining, mining. we're we gonna mine people mine people for no, their, like, their we need to start organs we need to terraform can you imagine if we were able to? Terraform well, that's why that's why like sciences on, like aquaponics. Well, not even terraforming. But that's why like, science like aquaponics. And aquaponics, in fact, cool. there is like a portion of China that is fed from a completely indoor growing facility. Right. The, the plants that they grow, like potatoes and corn that they grow inside that facility, don't even see the light of day. It's all on water. Artif- it's even, like, water and artificial light. 
and the plant grows they harvest it Mm -hmm. so sciences like that are like small things that go under the radar that we really really need to avoid this calamity and you know we should sign stuff like the the paris climate agreement and stuff like that things that (laughs) actually matter Mm-hmm. Unlike Tom Terrence. Isn't this really weird? So think about this. What if we had Al Gore instead of Bush? Where'd we at? Where would we be at right now? Um, we'd have the internet. Oh no, wait, we do. You know, we we have the internet. I don't think no. we'd be at any different place because No, I think we'd be drastically different because his whole campaign was climate. Sure, but how many presidents are able to actually enforce Obama. or implement what their campaign is about? Obama. Obama. What was Obama's change? He did like 60% of his promises. Okay, cool. But did my life change at all? Yes. Yes. Not much. Okay. Really? Do you not know how many government regulations were put into place over the EPA and the environmental protection? Well, that's true. But was that Obama? Thanks, Obama. Okay, well, thanks, Obama. (laughs) I'm really, actually, that's pretty awesome. Thanks, Obama. That's freaking sweet. I'm happy about that. Thanks, Obama. Oh like, wait, that's not how you say it. You say it. Yeah, thanks, thanks Obama. Obama. Like I mean, it just goes with any like any president. They got pros and cons. Just some people have more cons uh, than pros. Yeah. Well, Obama dropped a shit ton of bombs. That's a con. Who? Obama. Yeah, he dropped he, more bombs than any other president. He dropped more bo- more civilian deaths, I think, than any other president. Shitty. Very they shitty. Did some good stuff. Even more than Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Uh, probably pretty. Those were dropped close. by one bomb. Two, two Okay, one each. Honestly, probably pretty close. Uh, there's a lot well, of like, drones. I think the thing that like murders. me the most like upset right now is like we can't get out of Yemen, even though we said we wanted to. Mm-hmm. Then they said well, no, and then they're like, "Okay, fine." Well, that's our, our current president, and that's Obama. Obama promised that we'd be out of the Middle East, and he never got us out of the Middle East. So it's he not tried. so much. He, sure, he tried, but it's not so much a president issue. The president can't just say, okay, oh, we're no, done. no, no. Like, we have checks and balances. That's why, like, one good thing about our our country is we have sure. checks and balances. The executive house, which I'm a part of technically, has checks and balances with the other houses. It's just when we get broken and people aren't checking other people, that's where the system has its flaw, unfortunately. I like checking Utah out liquor laws. Utah liquor. Utah laws. <laughs> Utah laws. Period. <laughs> Hey, we, we can go 70 on our highway. Nobody goes 70. Yeah, I like going 70. I can't drive 65. We can say that now. That's pretty cool. Can we? The podcast is done now. That was bullshit. No, that was good. That was good. There's some highways in Utah where you can go 80. Yeah, and once I you get past Ogden. No. Yeah, or further south. Past uh, Brigham City. Point of the Mountain. Yeah. I don't go up that way Or if you go past often. Provo. Because because if you go all I can tell you is I'm going through the desert. I'm not going eighty. Why not? Hundred and five. Maybe not that fast. I think there's a rando cop every now and then. I no, you know where they're at. I don't go. I got my I got my civilian app. Yeah. Okay. Anybody, (laughs) if you ever drive through Nephi, Nephi is basically just a speed trap. Yeah. And it's straight out of the desert, so you're going. 90 miles an hour through the desert just cruising and then you hit nephi you will get pulled over i don't know how many listeners are going to drive through nephi utah None. but watch it those guys will get you i think my favorite utah city name is manaway mantua because nobody knows or hurricane hurricane is fun it's not hurricane 
Uh, my favorite is Fillmore Beaver area. They're 45 minutes apart. If you have a chance to stop in Beaver, do that. Go to the the gas station there. You can get I Love Beaver t-shirts and coffee mugs. They used to have a car wash called the Eager Beaver Car Wash. They changed the name. I think they were probably forced to change the name. But All right. Do you know what Beaver means? Vagina. I'm aware. We live in Utah. I can't be the eager I'm vagina car wash. <laughs> I'm a beaver. It, their mascot was a beaver. Well, yeah, he, he went to Beaver High. He didn't go. To I went to Beaver High. High. You went to where? Bear River. It's like across Wait, the street. I thought you went to the smart one. Eventually, uh, yeah, oh, I got there. Gotcha. He's just like across the street, Beaver. They're on the opposite yeah. side of the state. Yeah, it's a small. Like it's a small Utah. state. It's like Germany and France combined. It's like a small. What Utah is huge. We're like the fifth biggest state. Are we really? It's fifth or sixth. It's Alaska, then Texas, then California, then us, I thought. I don't think so. I don't think so. Hold on. But we're pretty good. I think size. Montana and Idaho. Oh, yeah, Montana. And sorry. then there's Idaho. Idaho's got that Idaho's weird, funky shape. Yeah, it's got the largest touches Canada. states. Canada is not a state. No, I said Idaho touches it Canada. It touches Canada. Oh, fair. And basically, Idaho is just the potato version of Utah. So Holy shit, we're talking about Idaho. Alaska, Texas, California, Montana, New Mexico, Arizona, Nevada, Colorado, Oregon, Wyoming, Michigan, Minnesota, Utah. Not even top five. Not even top ten. Top ten. Are we? Yeah, number ten. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve, thirteen. Top thirteen. Top thirteen. We're ahead of Idaho. We're doing it, Utah. Way to go. I'm so glad we're called Utah instead of the state of Desert. We're bigger than Florida. We're bigger than the penis. We're good. We're the beehive state. Why do we get the beehive state? Because we have a shit ton of bees in the summer. No, when the we have bees, we have wasps. No, when the Mormons settled, you needed to be busy as a bee, and everyone needed to work. So supposedly, we have good work ethic. I have a steam joke. Oh fuck! All right. If fire and water are both elements, what is steam? What? What? Better than epic? Fucking hell! I don't get it. Epic is a gaming. Epic is a game company. Steam is a streaming game service. That's not even a joke. No, it's hilarious. Try a really <laughs> terrible, hilarious. Try a different joke. one. Should we have a joke segment at the end of this episode? I recently got ran over by a steamroller. People said I should uh, be offended, but I was flattered. That's fucked and stupid. <laughs> fucked and stupid. Can we look at what? How do steamrollers work? I spent too much money on video games I, this month. All of my savings has gone up in steam. All right, jokes, joke sessions over. These Jay, are shit. Yep, that's a terrible segment. Sorry, listeners. Girl, you like steam? Anymore. Too hot, but I'll try touching you anyway. Oh God, that's no. Are you gonna look up how a steam? Yeah, I'm looking up a steamroller. I love taking photos of myself standing next to a boiling water. My doctor says I have selfie steam issues. <laughs> okay that one was chuckle worthy that was pretty good okay so the steamroller is a road roller it's a heavy ass thing it's got the giant metal thing that worst way to stuff. die ever yeah it's probably the worst someone way someone say ever. you were flattered it, it got its name because the original ones of course ran on steam engines holy shit that's it that's, that's it. why it's called a steamroller yeah, steam wow that's really stupid uh, the majority of steamrollers are outwardly similar to tractor engines or traction engines, as many traction engine manufacturers later produce rollers based on their existing designs. Hmm. Yep. This episode's going to be a nightmare to edit. <laughs> <laughs> Again. I heard Again. there's a new bread simulator game on Steam. It's going to be a great game. 
I'm just sitting over here loafing around. Can we not? Stop. These are not even good jokes. Why isn't there a neutron mode in Skyrim Steam Workshop? Because there'd be no charge. Stop. Ah! (laughs) Has this been our episode? I think so. I'm gassed. This is just going to be a shorter episode. I'm gassed. Did you really just say I'm gassed? (laughs) (laughs) Leading into our next episode, which is going to be the uh, internal combustion engine. Woo! See, I see. And then Mm. after that, we're going to do the electrical engines motor. slash motors as we electrical learned. motors so this is gonna be a fun little series keep listening if you want to, if you want to i got a lot of random stupid shit i'm gonna talk about next episode i ain't doing no research for next episode yeah either. but thanks Do for joining to? us on our episode on steam and our three-part engine slash motor episodes uh we, we hope you learned something like you do every time i don't give a shit if you learned anything (laughs) i learned some stuff jimmy learned you genuinely wow genuinely learned i genuinely hope you learned something um you can contact us at any time on uh brew science pod at gmail.com but really in our generation who fucking sends emails anymore Okay. I have to do it for work. You too. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Or you can uh, contact us on our Instagram. We're going to be posting our first couple pictures here soon. Um, Go ahead. It's Bruce Science Podcast, by the way. But go ahead and comment on our photos. Tell us who you think is who. I'm not going to post who's who in the pictures. There's three of us, obviously. Sloan, Colby, and myself, James. Tell us who you think the voice belongs to. That could be kind of fun. We have made so many short jokes about James. This one should be really easy. Oh, hey. they, they get they get one free one. Okay, they get one free one. One free what? Easy. Free really? free weary. Free weary. <laughs> one, one free weary. One free weary. <laughs> <laughs> his soul. All right. <laughs> Any closing thoughts, uh, comments, concerns? Yep. Uh, if you learned one thing from this podcast, it's that ice is not reusable. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Elon Musk will save us. Will he will save, save us. us all. Praise be to Elon. Or don't praise anyone because religion is overrated. Fun fact. Elon's first cars caught on fire every time. This is coming from our ordained anymore. minister. Religion is not worth it. <laughs> no, it's not. Save your money. Don't donate. it's it's not donation it's extortion that's true okay tax the church (laughs) do that please for the love of god but literally see what i did there (laughs) (laughs) but thanks for listening this is sloan this is james this is colby goodbye goodbye no fucking hell (laughs) 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 (laugh